Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Game two of the World Series has come and gone, and it's all tied up at one. Got ourselves a series. The Rays fight back. Let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. Jake is dressed as Davey. Bug, bug, dude. What sweatshirt is that? The College of New Jersey? TCNJ and Trevor Plouf is coming to us live from the Sierra Mountains Mm. in an attic in the Sierra Mountains in an attic where the raccoons live. Trev, how are you doing? How's camping? I'm doing great. It's beautiful up here. Um, I uh, I am up in the Sierras. I don't want to give away my exact location because there's some sickos out there. Mm. But I'm um, having a great time. I'm going to go fishing today, play some wiffle ball, ride around in some ATVs, all that good stuff. <sighs> ATVs, that sounds fun. It's a lot of fun, man. It's a beautiful place up here. I, I saw your eldest, Theodore. Riding an ATV on on an Insta story this morning. That was pretty cool, Trev. Yeah, he's fun. He's at a good age now. He can do a lot of uh, stuff. He's super stoked to go on the boat today and go fishing. It's a lot of pressure on Dad though, because I gotta catch a fish. You know, like oh. I don't want to be I don't want to be that loser dad that doesn't catch a fish. Yeah, that, that's tough. He Just can't be buy that a way. fish. He doesn't, he, buy a fish. Yeah, hook it on the line and then reel it in. He doesn't understand that fishing is not really about catching fish. Right. Yeah. Like he thinks he should catch a fish every single cast. Yeah, so right. a lot of pressure on dad today. You know, it's spending time with your pops and, you know, you're asking about his sex life and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Glad to hear you're doing well. This episode of uh, Talking Baseball is brought to you by Tyler Evans, Ben Petito. Tom Otis, Isaiah Ochoa, J.C. Guzman, and Jonah Schnell. Speaking of Schnell, mm. Blake Schnell mm. pitches well for the Rays in Snell game Zilla. two. And maybe you will hear a little bit about that in this burn. On your mark. Get set. And burn, Jakey, burn. Game two of the Fall Classic. It's a bullpen catter day at the World Series. Tony Gonsolin. As the Rays hope to not stink up the joint with Snellagram, Blake Snell in a fake must-win game for the Rays. In the first, the Rays get loud. Brandon hits a solo shot to put the Rays up. Top four, follower of Jesus Christ, husband, father, and infielder for the Tampa Bay Rays. Joey Wendell with the big two RBI double stretches lead to 3-0. Make it five. Loud noises. Brandon fully introduces himself to this World Series. Snell looked disgusting. Pitched well, too. No hit the Dodgers for 4.2. Ooh, 4.2 because Taylor... Gang, as Chris Taylor Khalifa's one out of the park, ruins Snell's line, gives it to the horses in the back. That raised pen, Will Smithy, 
Will Smith gets jiggy with a Nick Anderson hanging slider solo dong. Corey Seager hits one to Fairbanks, Alaska off a of pita. But the Rays would throw the Dodgers through a loop with Aaron and finish off this Hunger Games with Castillo. Rays take game two, 6-4 final. Tie the series up at one apiece. Ooh. You're good, man. Oh, thanks, Trevor. You're pretty good. Needed the, that. The snow, the snow was good. Looked I was disgusting. tough. It was mean. Looked disgusting. It was a, uh, it was a dig, but a compliment. So yeah, that was that fine. was uh, Snell ran into trouble at the end there, but that was the best Snell has looked in a while. He was hit, pumping heaters in the zone. Uh, his fastball looked crispy and sharp, uh, and he got you know what was his final line? So the final line ends up looking four and two thirds, four point two, two earned, four walks, nine Ks. Um, yeah, that doesn't look good in the end. And it's crazy because he did look so good. I mean, he no hit them through four point two. So he the wheels kind of fall off it again. There was a missed pitch that he he was pissed about, and that leads to the walk to Kike, and then Taylor hits the two run shot. Uh, and it's it's just this sick, and it's a mindset that we'll never be able to get over. But the biggest difference in baseball right now is between pitching four point two innings and five. Because <laughs> if it was five, we'd be like, yeah, Snell did his job perfectly, great job. Four point two, it's like ah. He kind of got got, and he does, and it's it's where box scores can be deceptive, but also, you know, they do tell a story to a degree. He got clipped right at the end. Uh, he passes it to the Rays pen, who, oh, let's stay on Snell for now. Jim, I, he was pumping heaters. I think the biggest thing was whenever we watch Snell, there's a ton of bad waste pitches, mm-hmm. just non-competitive. You know, he's trying to do too much with a slider. He's trying to get too cute. Uh this felt like he was in it and he was locked in basically until the end. Uh, a really big performance and they needed it because, you know, while going shutout, you know, this game was 5 nothing. Mm-hmm. Top five, they hit the second homer, it's 5 nothing. That's a ball game you're going to win. <laughs> they got a little scared, nothing too crazy, but uh, really good job by Snell. A weird future of baseball stat line, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the stat line is deceiving, and I think, like, it's – especially we have to realize it's the Rays and it's the World Series, so they're not taking any chances. They're not going to let you go and get yourself into any more trouble. So I think he did his job yesterday. Um, I was surprised. I, I, like, was watching the game, but I didn't realize he hadn't given up in a hit yet. And then all of a sudden my brother said it, then boom, homer. So uh, Snell, uh, I think, looked really good. Like you said, he wasn't – throwing non-competitive pitches up there like his misses were good they were they were just outside the zone i think there was a couple pitches on kike right before that homer uh that could have gone either way but uh he looked good man and uh the rays did what i said the rays had to do which was kind of limit the dodgers bats um what did they end up scoring four runs so hats off to the the pitching staff the stable came in and i don't know i guess loop is like Loop is head of the stable now? Is that what's happening? Bizarre, man. I mean, I I have buddies that, you know, they're still loosely Yankee fans that they keep tabs during the season and, you know, World Series they're checking in and they were like, so wait, the Rays didn't even have Loop on their roster because the Yankees are so righty-centric. And now he's coming in and he's essentially closing out this game. They do hand it off to Castillo for the last out. But, uh, man, it's, it's crazy and, you know, also... Even if you're a baseball sicko like me, you picture Loop as 
the lefty out of the pen. <laughs> the Blue Jays brought in their lefty. Here comes Aaron Loop. You're not scared of him. You're yeah. just like, okay, probably a tough matchup for the other lefties. <laughs> he looks disgusting. You're upset he doesn't throw a looping curveball. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to see, like, uh, has he changed his delivery or, like, his arm angle? Because I know he's coming a little bit three-quarter now, even sidearm. And I faced him before, but I don't. I don't remember. Like, has he reinvented himself, or has he just like I figured some stuff out? Like, I do not know. But I did. He, th- looked, really, he looked really good uh, yesterday. There was a tidbit really about Snell that I think is cool. It's uh, he had a terrible bullpen, didn't feel good, so he went into the workout room in between the bullpen and the game and did a bunch of squats and ran on the treadmill. I don't know what that does. Maybe just change the way he feels physically. Oh, Interesting. Or, or maybe it um, re-energizes some muscles he needs in his legs. I, I don't know what it does, but an interesting note. And then uh, Paston's got some notes on Lau because he's kind of the story here. And if he can, if these changes stay, if it's that's the Lau that's going to be moving forward, that's kind of a big difference maker for the Rays. Or if that, or is that just Gonsolin and Tutti hit the second homer off? He got Gonsolin in May. May, yeah, I believe. Oh, that homer off May, too. I mean, it was like a backdoor slider, and he took it the opposite field, and he hit it really well. I, I don't think that was like a juiced ball type of thing. I don't he either. That I just, May, May, they were all over May. That was foul, yeah. It was a hard foul ball every other pitch, and then just yes. everything got barreled. Uh, he's, he's, May spent way too much time in the zone. He should be so good. He's young. He'll figure it out. Um, but he gets knocked around. It, it, Jim, it was funny. I was talking. I was sitting there watching the game with my brother and my dad, and they're like, "Man, like everybody throws so hard now. Like, is it, is it a, um, is it a radar gun thing? Like, are, is it juice?" I said, "I think during the playoffs it might be juice, but yeah, everybody throws hard." And so now we're kind of seeing that adjustment being made. I mean, this is seventy-something games into the season. Like that velo doesn't matter anymore. You have even if you have the velo, you got to hit your spots. You can't just pump shit down the middle. We saw it with – you see with Glass now all the time. But, yeah, May last night, like even with the run and everything, you have to hit your spots. Like good hitters are going to get you if you're over the middle of the plate. doesn't matter how hard you throw. I, maybe I have maybe a, five we, years ago you could get away with that. Yeah. But guys are so used to velo now. It's like, dude, that you're just another dude. I have a weird theory about May. I'm going to have to dial mm. into his pitches more because his, two, his two-seamer, it does have nice run. I don't think it's got any vertical up or down to it. Yeah. So, like, the run is Sometimes it does. Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't, and that makes it completely pointless. All it's doing is coming into barrels. If you guys remember, Jakey Stoners went into some weird theories on this um, because my concept was, does his 101 not matter as much because it's tailing so much it takes longer to get to the plate? Oh, my God. There's still some deep-cut theories about that. I had someone tweet at me last night, and they were using heavy analytics, so I was just like, yeah, thanks. And it's like, I don't know what any of this means. I think the bigger thing that I talked to Eno Saris about, Trev's Eno Saris, mm-hmm. uh, who writes mm-hmm. for The Athletic, is that because it's flat in the way a baseball bat is built – like it does kind of eliminate itself a little bit. Yeah. Because a bat. I mean, it almost be better to throw at 97 with a vertical drop. This is what little Poppy's kind of been saying. I thought you were saying that he could get it there faster without it. I I would yeah, I would say exactly what, what you were trying to yes, say. Yes, I would, I would rather I would rather have him throw it 100 and straight 
then have it 100 and move across like that. Or it, at, at, take at a that little point, off dude, it. it's all about location. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of you, I think you guys are both right. I think I do agree that the vertical plane is tougher on hitters. That's why you're seeing pitchers attack more vertically now than side to side because, you know, you're, you have to match that angle. But to me, it's just comes down to you have to, like, if he wants to throw that two seamer that doesn't really sink, it just kind of runs horizontally. You've got to start that thing. If he starts that thing off the plate and it nips the corner, it's an unhittable pitch. But he's not doing that right now. He's starting it out or third, and it's running right into middle third or uh, inner third, and guys are just – and they were on it last night, like you said, Jim. Yeah. Um. All right. What else do we got today? Gonsolin, all uh, that. We got um, Snell. The Braves lineup was better. But first yes. – all right, we'll talk about that because I'm we inter- talk about interested that. to see what they do with their lineup moving forward. Uh, but also Randy got hot. Okay, we got yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. Points, yeah. uh, week five is over, and so is six. week six. Ah, oh, step on my toes yeah. like that? Jeez. I was helping. We both said six at the same time. Week That's- five and week six of football are in the books, and now it's time to review the tape. And get ready for week seven. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week seven, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving back their can't-miss offer. When I said giving, I meant bringing. They're bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now. Because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top of DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code JOHNBOY to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jake, what are some Jake takes? Jake's takes of the game yesterday. Okay, first thing that jumps out, and we I love this segment. This is the best segment we do here. A, this was the perfect Rays win. They got ahead early, Snell shoved, they go to their good bullpen, right? I think if you're the Dodgers, man, I think you're circling the fact Anderson, you clipped him, and now he's been clipped in five straight appearances, and he's supposed to be their dude. Uh, and also Fairbanks. Fairbanks gives up a home run, too. So those are two of your guys that, you know, are supposed to be your dudes going forward in this series. Man, uh, I don't know. If the Dodgers hitters start to get confidence against those guys, I mean, that is clearly the Rays' entire plan. Smith and Seager both get them. I think that's pretty impactful. And I had the premonition about Anderson on the pregame show. Spooky. I just, you know, was like, whoa, he's going to give up a home run. Yeah, I mean, that is impactful. But they'll just go to Alvarado and Diego. Switch I, I don't think Alvarado's on the roster. He didn't make the World Series roster? I think they took him off. Yeah, I think they took him off for, for Phillips and somebody else. I, I, I was really Phillips surprised. On, that he, yeah. 
That's funny. It must be uh, an arm issue or something, because that guy, you got to have that guy in your pen, right? They just brought him back. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Phillips for uh, sheriffs, and Sledgers is off. Yeah, I agree with you guys as far as you know Nick Anderson looking beatable right now, and he's supposed to be. No, I I never had him number one. I always felt like Diego Castillo's number one for them uh, in the bullpen, but Nick Anderson clearly is their one B guy then, and he's looked hittable, man. And it's straight, and his his uh, off speed hasn't looked great, so he needs to figure something out. These guys are all over him, and you can't go up and give homers every time you come in the game because if he's supposed to come put a fire out. With runners on base, and you got guys putting the ball in the air against you like that, I mean, that's not good for your team. And how long does Cash kind of trust that? You know, it seems like Loop has kind of been like a shutdown guy, which is crazy to say. But, you know, you got to go with the hot hand in the World Series. You can't let these guys, you know, continue to struggle. So maybe they find, maybe, maybe, uh, what, whatever, whenever the next game is on Friday, tomorrow. Maybe they find a, a soft spot for him to come in and work on something. I don't know. But I agree with you totally that he looks beatable right now, and that's a bad thing for the Rays. Yeah. I mean, and then as far – going to sound Dodger heavy. Rays had a good game. They changed their lineup. They put better players in. It worked. As far as the Dodgers' loss go, I mean, if you're a Dodgers fan, I don't think this cha- this this beats you up at all. You still? Ooh, I disagree. I disagree, Jim. They pitched no one, heavily. Trev. They pitched no one. Yeah, but why? Why? What was the reason for them pitching nobody? Because they to thought me, they I, could. I don't understand. Well, you're it. right. The Yankees did do this, and it fucked them. But it was a shorter series. They thought that they, if they steal this game, so game three has been proven to be the most pivotal game in these longer series. Mm-hmm. Either you're up two zero. And then you win the third game, and then you've cemented the victory, basically. Or it's tied 1-1, and you need to win momentum again. So that's why you see a lot of teams put a really good start of three instead of two, especially with the off day. So Bueller, why, is, why a bullpen day? Why do you need a bullpen day here? I don't understand. They don't have a fourth have starter. I, I just they, would they you rather got, would you rather game four be the they, bullpen? They do day? have a four starter. They do have a, they do have a four starter. Who? Okay, he didn't look great last night. Dustin May. They don't use go, him that way. They haven't used him that way all I, postseason. Well, they could, they and, could he doesn't, and he's not him. good. They could pick about him and Gonsolin. I and think the thing is becomes you'd, a force, you'd rather, with the way the off days are built and the way the seven-game series go, you'd rather your bullpen ga- day be game two than three or four. Those are more important games. So I just I don't I don't, under, I don't understand that that thinking. Maybe there's some math in there that I'm not doing. It's not a math pod, but to me, it's like, dude, you want to face Charlie Morton one one and have a chance to go down two one. That I think that's their I think that's their Rays' best starter right now. Me too. And and they've, he's had success against the Dodgers before. Like, man, they they like they I, consider Bueller their best starter. He's been their number one in a lot of these short series, and they move him to three. I, so. It would have been cool to see Bueller versus Snell last night. How about that? Four days rest for Bueller. Um, I think he would have came out. That would have been a good matchup. Uh, then you go Urias versus uh, versus Morton. I don't know. I just think that that was a weird thing for them to do. Yeah. But clearly they had a reason for it. Game three is going to be disgusting. I I mean, everyone's going to jump on Bueller's dick because we do. We like him, and he's been special and is special. Charlie Morton's postseason numbers are better. 
Charlie's been a freak, yeah. man. Uh, so this game three is going to be awesome. We're still in game two for now. And, Jimmy, I'm, I'm going to come back at you on the, the Dodgers thing, too, because I think— well, I didn't even get to finish my point. Finish your point. Gonsolin, Floro, Victor Gonzalez, Dustin May, Joe Kelly, Alex Wood, McGee. None of those are part of a victory formation for the Dodgers. None of them. I think Joe Kelly, Dustin May, and Gonsolin have to pitch important innings this series, and all those guys Absolutely. gave up runs. I don't think they do uh, for the Dodgers to win. I think they do. I think you go Bueller to Gratterall, Trinan, Kenley. Um, then you go, then you flip it to Urias, Gratterall, Trinan, Kenley, and then Ker- and then ho- hopefully you've won, or then Kershaw. To those three, you have off days. Like, they're not the victory formation. Joe Kelly doesn't even get high leverage things anymore. He's the one who had to save Kenley the other day. Um, I, I mean, Gonsolin, May, and Joe Kelly are going to have to still throw important innings in this series. I don't think so. And Unless they it goes seven. Um, but then they'll just lose those games and win the fourth. They can win three more games without having to use those guys. They'll just have to lose another one on the way. Well, uh, and it's, so even if you feel that way, I think the other takeaways are Snell looked dominant against you. Let me finish. Keep going. Okay, you got more. I didn't Jeez. know you had more. Corey Seager I'm, I, I'm, stays I'm waiting hot. for you to... Yeah. I'm waiting for if you. If you to guys would just you. shut the fuck up, <laughs> yeah. I can do the whole thing Let's I'm trying it. to do. Let's hear it. They didn't use a single pitcher that's part of their winning formula. Their hot bats stayed hot. Corey Seager hits a home run, gets two hits. Belly with another. Um, what did Belly do? Oh, for three. Uh, was it Taylor? <laughs> Taylor hit a home run. Taylor hits a home run. Will Smith stays hot. Like their bats still did good enough stuff against the Rays. Winning formula pitchers. So the Rays threw some winning guys at the back end of their bullpen. Dodgers hit them. That bodes well for the future. Who did the Rays clip? No one that the Dodgers really are going to lean on for wins. So I think if you're a Dodgers fan, you can be like, we're we're not doomed from this. I I just don't. They clipped Fairbanks and Anderson. Whatsoever right now. It's the fucking World Series, man. Why would you want to give away any games? Hey, let's not try so hard in game two because game three is more important statistically. It doesn't make any fucking sense. That's not the point. It's The point is, hey, they beat Dustin May and Gonsolin. If we won with those guys, that would have been amazing. Uh, but I it's just, not the same as beating. I just don't. I don't. I think, you're, I don't, I I think see that. you're coming in a little low on those guys. Uh, Trev, I think you're starting to get into the strategy, which is a little bizarre and a little critical. I, you know, it's they, like it's like Cash going with that lineup game one. What the fuck was that? That was bad. You know, I think the same thing. You can you can say the same thing about the Dodgers and going bullpen game two. And we thought you know maybe Urias would be available in this game. They didn't go to him. Um, you know if if. Gonsolin had a really good season. Gonsolin's career ERA is in the twos. Uh, Dustin May is as talented as they come. And I do think those guys are going to play a factor in this series with bullpen and everything else that's going to come up. Um, And Snell looking really good is the other part that I I think is impactful for that. The guy that gets Snell is Taylor right at the end. So Snell got through your lineup again, and you're going to see him again, you'd assume. So I, I think that is a big takeaway. Like I said, and Jake's... Big, big statements that we started with. I agree with you. Getting Anderson and Fairbanks is impactful. Anderson is almost, it's a problem. Like Fairbanks, you can hopefully shrug and hopefully he comes back. Although I think he might have got hit in his last appearance too. Anderson, you got to figure something out. I mean, even if it's one out to get out of an inning in a game that maybe doesn't mean something, you do have to figure that out. 
And on the other side, uh, momentum stuff, as you referenced the Yankees series. We'll see what it ends up looking like. You know, everyone's, again, everyone's on Bueller. They should be on Morton just as much. And this Rays lineup is their A lineup right now. That They're still figuring out what they want to do against lefties. You know, they're figuring out the Brasso situation. They're, they're figuring out what they want to do against righties, which Walker Bueller is a righty. I mean, Austin Meadows' leadoff is a good at-bat. Brandon Lau, if he's back, is huge. A Rosarena gets a hit in a pair of walks. G-Man, another one for three with a couple runs. Who He's he's having a great postseason. Margo again with two hits. Joey Wendell. So, I don't know. I, I think this Rays lineup against righties is still very impactful, uh, which, hey, maybe that puts even more pressure on game three for them because the Dodgers will be coming with Urias and then Kershaw, mm-hmm. which could put them... Uh, in a pretty compromised position because what they're trying to o- outraise themselves versus lefties right now, and they just kind of got to let some of these dudes ride. Yep. Speaking yeah. of speaking of, of Rays being the Rays, uh, how awesome was it to see two pinch runners come in? Was it at the same time, or did I miss that? At the end of the game, there for. Philip, it was Randy, Randy, and somebody else, uh, and Yandi. They both got pinched on Phillips and Renfro. Uh, and Phillips, Renfro. yeah. Was it at the same time, or was it like one right after the other? I got to double check. I I saw them come in, but I don't I don't recall. Yeah, it was it was I, at the same time. A Rosarena reached, and then Renfro came on for Diaz. Phillips came on for a Rosarena. I think that's awesome. They're going to be their defensive uh, replacements anyway, and now you get two speedsters out there, at least two better speedsters out there, and it's just something you don't see too often. And like the Rays, just do those little subtle things that I think are awesome. And then there's I really, I just saw that last time. I was like, it's cool. There's a fly ball right at Phillips. I will say, they got to be careful with that. A, a rose taking a Rosarena out for Phillips. If their bullpen gets clipped and they end up in extra innings and Phillips is up instead of Randy, uh, Kevin Cash yeah. is going to have a lot. Because, you know, I know Phillips is good defensively. I think some of the advanced stuff have him in a special He's really territory. good defensively. Yeah, uh, yeah. but Randy Rosarena. Randy Randy ain't bad defensively. Pretty good athlete. How about but look, dude, you're, you're, you're up 6-4. to four. You Cuban. have a two-run lead. And you you want to say here is my defensive game stopping outfield, and they put it out there, man. Like they they have to they have to play like the Rays. That's what they did with that move right there. It's like we know we can't allow them to score the two runs, so let's put our best defensive alignment out there. Didn't they didn't didn't matter last night, but I think it's the right call. How about Margot getting in Kiermaier's way on that that play? Mm. Yeah, that was. I'm I'm happy KK pulled up right there. You don't want to see two guys run into each other. Um, Why did you think Kiermaier's mad at him? KK had that ball. Yeah, probably he had that ball all the way. Yeah, he was using the dive for it, but you know that ball's finding his glove. Yep. He probably had a talk with Margot after that. Like, hey man, let me be me. This is what I'm here for. Understand that I'm going to get that ball. This is what I do. Yeah, you back me up. Yeah. Yeah. Yard. That's good. Another good thing I wanted to say is uh, Diego comes on at the end and looks. Filthy. I mean, three pitches, strike, strike out. Sorry, Chris Taylor. Like, go sit down. Like, that's a a good takeaway for them as well. Like, Diego can, he can go for five outs, and he's just been an absolute monster. That was a weird pitching change. That's the Rays, man. I know. Righty comes up. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah. 
Did you see uh, Brandon Lau reach back to his uh, hitting coach out in where mm. he was from? Tennessee, Kentucky. Love that. I did see that. I said uh, I was, uh, Jeff Passon wrote an article on it, and it was like uh, he needs to get his ass down more. Virginia. Cash said he looks like Elf on a shelf when he bats, mm. which is how Joey Wendell looks. But yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Sometimes you got to get in your legs, man. Um, good for him. That's it's it's really cool to see guys like realizing like I, I better make an adjustment here. Do you guys <laughs> no. know that Anderson's stats are like bad, bad now? Yeah, yeah, they're bad. In the postseason, they're bad. Fairbanks still is pretty good. Yeah, um, but I didn't realize Anderson earlier. one, two, three, four. It's now five outings in a row where he's given up an earned run. Six out of eight games, six out of eight appearances in the postseason. I didn't realize they were that bad. And they're still, Five like, straight. asking Cash about him. Like, what do you call him? Because he's clearly your number one, but you don't put him in the ninth. Which I agree with you, Jake. You tweeted fireman. I yeah. thought that was the term. I didn't realize there's any Easy. question about that. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize he's been that bad. And I, I think the, yeah. dark, the dark secret of the Rays right now is Castillo's their guy. Uh, he's He's got a 104 ERA this playoffs, 8.2 innings. He's only given up one earned run and they've lightened his load recently he he pitched point one last night his last appearance before that was an inning against houston that was on friday mm-hmm. so by tomorrow's game diego castillo is going to have gone a week only throwing point one innings so they haven't fully uncorked him yet which you know diego can go to he went to against our yankees like they you know fairbanks um he can go to anderson can go to we know that anderson gets all the love he was one of the best really relievers in baseball this year and the second half of last year Castillo right now is their weapon and they they kind of haven't unleashed him yet yeah hey hey don't count out our guy loop 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 show against loop against this against this Dodgers lineup when you have a guy like belly who you need to neutralize uh Max Muncie who you need to neutralize even Corey Seager having a sidearm lefty like that who can pump strikes I mean, he made Belly look silly yesterday. So, like, is he going to be all of a sudden like, oh, look, the Rays, the Rays raised again and found this dude who, you know, maybe you don't think of as a shutdown reliever, but they're putting him in the position to be successful. Maybe they figured something out with his arm angle, and now he's essentially – he shut down the game besides one batter yesterday. Yeah. So, he, that's an interesting storyline to, to, look, to look at. Yep. We'll be interested to see when the Dodgers' good relievers – Pitch, they haven't. I mean, they're going to be pretty well rested now, right? Becomes the old Everybody's rest, rest versus rust. Baez is the only guy that made an appearance in the first two games that they actually use in close situations. So, I think Baez and Kelly are one A one B for them. And I mean, Kelly doesn't pitch in close games. Yeah, they can't trust him in close games because of like Kelly. The, um, in I mean, he just came stuff. in down three. His last appearance was a head five, down two, down four. I mean, he doesn't pitch in close games at all. Biases. It's not that different. But he actually gets results. I mean, they don't still tell Dodgers fans that they. I don't think they can throw Kelly in a close game. Um, they still have Trine and Gratterall, Kenley. Like it's a little to. odd they didn't use him in these first two. Any of them to even get an inning. What, Baez is a head-by-two, about- a head-by-two? His last three outings, two um, of them are head-by-two. Brewstar, Kenley, and Trinan. Two of them. Um, 
I don't know. I would have thrown. I would have thrown those guys to get the World Series stuff out there. I guess you, Kenley's been through enough battles that Kenley's going to Kenley, and you're going to get what you're going to get. But Brewstar, I mean, the dude who lives off emotion. You didn't get him in one of these two games. Uh, I don't know. I would have liked to scratch that itch a little bit. Trinan's first World Series, right? Well. I think that's why Dodgers are sitting pretty. They haven't used their top relievers, and they've gotten to the Rays' top relievers. They're going to be fully rested. They they didn't have the rest day that the Rays did. They had one less day. True. I still think you'd like to see them. They got time. I think these I were. I, I just don't care about the rest days anymore. Those built-in rest days, like if you got to be willing to throw every damn day right now and have the adrenaline to get you through it, like. Well, I think, they me, were, I think if I they were, I think if they were up, understand. I think if they were up, and and yesterday the Dodgers would have gone to those guys, fine, but they they weren't up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do want to give a shout out to our guy, like Mister Professional Dad, Husband of the Year, like definitely goes to church on Sundays, wearing yeah. Sunday best, Joey Wendell, three ribbies, a big hit. Do you think last night when he went home? He was like, nah, I'm not going to wear my cotton T-shirt to bed. I'm, I'm going to put on my silk PJs mm, tonight. Do you no. think he went a little bit overboard he last doesn't night? Like, like feeling himself? No. Mm. no. Maybe a little bit of like creamer in his coffee? I think no. maybe Instead he was like, black? maybe I'll sleep shirtless tonight. And then he laid in Whoa. bed. He laid in bed and then he was like, I can't do this. And then yeah. he went and put the plain white tea on. I'm not, I'm not this person. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, babe. I was trying something. This isn't. <laughs> like, did he like say, I'm not going to floss tonight? This isn't who I am. Yeah. He flossed the bottom teeth and was like, you know what? That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Trev, was a big development. You see the guy that caught the home run and then threw his glove yes. on the field? Yeah. Hilarious. Yes. I'm going to do a dumb breakdown of that today. Well, we're trying. There's some characters out there in the, mm. the well, field. We, uh, we were live streaming. Jake had to take uh, the hangover powder that uh, sponsored the, the game show, Regimen. And there was melatonin in it, so he got a little sleepy. Little stomach, little stomach uh, Tired. achy. Tired. And we Sponsor. decided that uh, he needs to have that same outfit that that guy had okay. when we go to the World Series. So we were searching for the shirt, and we had the live chat helping us, and they found it. They found the exact shirt on eBay. So then it was a mad dash to buy the shirt, and someone in the chat <laughs> snaked it from us, thinking they were helping, but it was seven-day shipping, and the seller, oh, no. the seller is in New Jersey. So we're Ooh. gonna, we're like, we'll just call the seller and have Bill go pick it up. I think we're gonna sick Bill on him. But then, but then the someone in the chat bought it before we could. Then he apologized. He canceled his order. So now we're in contact with the seller. Same exact shirt, the buttons, the like the quarter sleeves. Um, it's a hard rock guitar shirt. <laughs> and we need to find a puka shell necklace, a tight puka shell necklace. And Jake will be in the, in the outfield dressed like that guy for the World I Series Game wait. 4. So it'll, be an, it'll be an upgrade from what he usually looks like. So mm. stoked. I'm excited to see that. It's not wrong. Well, the Davey outfit suits you. Davey well. outfit's great. Yeah, Davey outfield's nice. Davey outfield's nice. Snakes in the chat? Yeah, that was what we yeah. did when the guy snakes the shirt. Snakes in the chat. Got a nice apology, but I mean, it's an interesting move. Yeah, we were mad for a little bit. <laughs> Just like we thought we were a community here, you know. Oh, we we're family. 
All right. We what's are on family. The, what's on the docket today, Trev? Uh, we got a boat rental today. Yeah, we got a boat rental okay. today. We'll be cooking some good stuff up. Um, yesterday was a little smoky here because they're still putting out some of those NorCal fires, but um, a little bit of breeze last night cleared it up, so we might do a little hike, a lot of stuff. Nice. A lot of stuff. I, I, I'm, I really am pissed I'm not able to do like the live stream with you guys at the games. I really enjoy it. Miss you. I miss the chat. Mm. Uh, but I'm, I'm watching the games. I made the mistake yesterday of streaming the game from my phone, so I didn't have my Twitter ready to go, but I'm going to try to figure something out uh, tomorrow when the game comes back on. Okay. But I am going to be, um, you know, shout out to our sponsors, Regimen. I'm going to be using that tonight because I feel like tonight might be a little bit of a heavy night. Put the kids mm. down, sit by the fire, and throw back a few cold ones. You know what I mean? A couple Sierra Nevadas in the Sierra Nevadas. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I'm still in California, but okay. you know. Well, location. Now your stalkers. What are you guys doing you. today? I am going to have so much fun uh, going to my old apartment and carrying uh, the giant sectional couch to the curb Mm. by myself. All right. That sounds fun. Anybody going to pee on you today or? Well. Yeah, probably when I get home and he fucking piddles on me all excited. Mm. Uh, But like right on the face. Yeah, that's tough. While I'm sleeping. (laughs) Not a good feeling. <laughs> like I roll over into <laughs> Katie's pillow because it's like, oh, let me get real comfy now. Yeah. Fresh pillow. Everyone likes a fresh pillow. Yeah. And then uh, instant piss on the face. I guess people that are listening to just the episode don't know this story because I told it for the pa- <laughs> I, t- I told it for the patrons. Whoa! I told it for the patrons only at the beginning. <laughs> what? So anyone just listening to the podcast that isn't a patron is probably like, what's he talking about? Mm. Um. So that's why you got to sign up to be a patron. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's the show. We'll enjoy game three. Big game three. Big game three, big Trev. Game three. See you guys They're later. They're all big games. They're all big games in the big World games. Series. No, some aren't. 3-0. Apparently game two is not. <laughs> not if you win game one. 